Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. Hello, everybody. Um, I am back with Randy and with our guest star, Darcy. Hello. Good to meet you, by the way. It's <laughs> oh, so yeah. nice to have a guest on. Yay. I'm excited to be here. It's so exciting. So um, we asked a couple of questions for our new guests. So what is your sexual orientation, your relationship status, and your relationship to Sex in the City. Okay, so I am married, and I am hetero, and my husband and I actually been married for 14? 14 years. Shut up. Yeah. Congrats. That's a long time. Yeah, 14 years in August, and um, I actually, you know, I probably like most people, I started watching Sex and the City when it first came out. Actually, that's not true. I think it had, had like a season, and I like had kept hearing about it, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna catch up on something." But God, back then, before the DVR, I'm not sure how I did, but um, but yeah, I like I just I watched it and watched the whole, you know, from beginning to end when it was on. But nice. um, yeah, like so, week by week. I mean, I think in the beginning, but then after that, I think I might have been behind enough where I started it like when they first started having it that you could you know when they would air the episodes like maybe I recorded it like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so then I had right. like a, a, you know in my DVR I don't even remember it's been a while it's, but it's been a long time because I think it started in 96 97 yeah um cause this is this episode takes place in 2004 um which is ironically when I was 23 and getting married. Oh wow! <laughs> so jeez, yeah. you got married when you were 23. Yeah, it was dumb. It was a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't yeah, smart. That's that's young. <laughs> All things for love are not a mistake. I guess. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I don't regret it. It was a good time. Um, so we are recapping season six B, episode six. Splat. Splat. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, shitty synopsis from our book is Petrovsky hosts a dinner party for Carrie's inner circle and makes a shocking announcement. Later, the death of an old party friend helps Carrie reach a big decision. Also, <laughs> that really wasn't me pausing in a weird place. There was an actual comma there because huh. whoever wrote this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this was a very Carrie-centric episode. Very. The last few haven't been, actually. Yeah, it's been interesting. So, I feel like we could probably go through Carrie and hit the girls as we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Who were all, to? like, supportive of this episode, really. Sure. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Miranda was not. No, but right. With, but it's totally within her right, I feel. Um, so, we start out with Carrie um, having lunch with Enid, Candace Bergen. Mm-hmm. Uh, her editor from Vogue. I love Vogue. her. I do too. She's she, great. I am so angry right now because I don't have access to the new Murphy Browns that just came out. Oh, that's right. There are and new I, ones. And I want to watch it. What's it on? <laughs> um, I have no idea. No. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm staying at a friend's right now and she actually has real life cable. So maybe that's what I'll be doing later yeah. is trying to find Murphy it. Brown. <laughs> Who has cable anymore? I don't... I don't know. My friend does. 
but oh. wait, she actually yeah. just has regular cable. She has regular. Well, she has other stuff too, but she also has regular cable. Awesome. I'm like, okay. She's like, if you guys just want to watch the the cable, this is what you push. I'm like, the regular cable. <laughs> How funny would it be if we were on the cable and it's like, oh look, Sex in the City. Uh, on TBS. What what is right? this? <laughs> TBS murdered it. I love the fact that they just there's certain things that they left out. Oh, when they have the commercial breaks and yeah. stuff. <laughs> like they basically make them 12 minute episodes at, in TBS. <laughs> They're already 33 minutes. And right. sex is really just a concept in TBS. Yes. Right. It's true. Not a practice. <laughs> I feel like TBS right now is only good for uh, a, like, two weeks notice Sandra Bullock type right. marathon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that being said, TBS, if you want to support us. Um, Sponsors. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> so Enid um, is saying, hey, I am throwing a party. It has turned into a couple's party, so I need you to bring me a date. And Petrovsky. Yes. Right. And Petrovsky. Petrovsky needs to bring the date, more specifically. Right. Um, And he brings the best date, which is Wallace Shawn. And that's kind of the best thing ever. But first, there's a dinner party with all of her friends, so I guess he's making up for the previous episode where he didn't meet oh. the friends. And being a total shit. And being oh, a so shit this was the first time they met him. Yes. At this dinner party. Got it. Yeah. yeah, in the last episode Carrie spontaneously brought the girls over and he was in the middle of work and he was kind of a dick and just slammed the door on them. Oh, okay. So I will say he did step up. It looked like a great <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> yes, it was a great dinner party and of course um, this is where I kind of hate it because Carrie is clearly uncomfortable with the subject matter that her friends talk about, mm-hmm. which is sex. Yep. And they're just being who they are. Yep. I don't know. That's a sign to me. I don't know how she can go this episode from, because Petrovsky does bring up this idea of, hey, you should come and visit with us and stay with me in Paris indefinitely. And Carrie in the episode eventually says that she will, but throughout this entire dinner, she is just so uncomfortable. Absolutely. He obviously does not like her friends. No, and they don't necessarily all like him either <laughs> no no Miranda's very vocal about how she does not like him mm-hmm. but Charlotte and Samantha of course true to nature are just offering support right, right. but it's not a sign I think that's a sign if you don't like yeah. my friends there's a clear sign that we are incompatible yeah at and least most of my friends <laughs> you yes. don't have to like all of my friends but right they, well Carrie has three friends like, right that's well that's true that's really it yeah and that's it's not too circle. hard to win them over just don't be a dick right and he kind of was a dick and yeah, he kind of was. Um, so her big like I couldn't help but wonder of the episode is is it time to stop questioning? Because the girls ask her all these questions about moving to Paris, mm-hmm. and they're all very valid questions. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah. One she should probably be asking herself anyway. Right. They're just yeah coming from them. And she is. She said in a previous episode that she is um, thirty eight. Mm-hmm. There was the episode Catch 38. And I feel like at 38, you should absolutely be asking yourself these very important questions. Sure. So, yeah. So that's... I just... I hate that she keeps pushing them off, mm-hmm. answers some questions, and then doesn't really answer others and doesn't want to even think about it. Yeah. 
Well, Carrie, true to nature, is like in partial existential crisis, right? Like she's obviously questioning these things herself too, but is also in kind of denial about them. Right. I don't know. I think I, I like the I like the question this episode. Is it time to stop questioning? Because I think sometimes you can hold yourself back from sure. taking leaps of faith when you question too much. That being said, she should probably not go to Paris, but she of course ends up agreeing to go to Paris. <laughs> Yes, so she eventually says yes, um, and then they go to, well, and there's also Sam, do, do we talk about Sam starting off the, the conversation? The dinner party about the her vibrator? Conversation. <laughs> She's like, I think my maid is using my vibrator. <laughs> and of course Charlotte's like, I don't think we use the term maid anymore. Yeah, I think we use <laughs> like the term vibrator at the dinner table. <laughs> that's, that's what we have to... <laughs> it's the standard we have to keep to. I don't know if it were me, I would have been like, "Oh no! Why do you think that? That's rude." <laughs> well, she go- the funny thing is, is she goes on to explain that um, she put fresh batteries in it, right. and then the batteries were dead. And I'm like, maybe they were just bad batteries, right? Maybe maybe you actually left it on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or Samantha, maybe you used the shit out of it right. because we know you. Right. We you maybe see you forgot. You. <laughs> I love it. I do actually enjoy, though, how supportive Carrie, um, Samantha is of Carrie's move. Yeah. In this. She's very much like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Can I come? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll come for half the year. I do, too. Because here's the thing about the question about her moving to Paris is that obviously Carrie, though not the most resourceful person, usually figures things out. You can always come back. Right. So it's not quite like this sense of permanence that Miranda's giving off. Like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And at the end they had that fight and Carrie says to Miranda like no this is a you thing not a me thing and I thought you know what it kind of is mm-hmm. she kind of wants you to be here and single and stuck almost because mm-hmm. Miranda likes things the way she likes things mm-hmm. too so mm-hmm. yeah well and I don't I don't know I do love uh, at the dinner party Steve's like hey nice piano do you play <laughs> and we know from a previous episode that he plays this like amazing beautiful like classical like, philharmonic kind Bach. of like piece yeah and oh the light that shines in her eyes <laughs> <laughs> yes he made up a song for her and everything and good old steve yeah. like salt of the earth steve is like you know any billy joel <laughs> piano man piano man i know, know i love piano that. man uptown girl <laughs> like, oh. and he's like no sorry not familiar like I will say- even if you were even if you were him you're gonna know who Billy Joel is. I mean, come how on. do you not know Piano Man? Come on, <laughs> of all he was the being a prick. He was being a prick. He's like, mm. well, he was definitely a prick when Charlotte, awkward tension, was like, oh, so what sculptures are you working <laughs> on? And Alexander Petrov's like, they're not sculptures. And of course, Carrie for the safe, they're large light installations. Oh and I'm like, no, don't defend your man. He's being a dick. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have no other choice but to try and make the peace at that point. Especially when he blurts out, oh, yes, yeah, so Carrie is moving to Paris with me. And everybody's like, bitch, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I Excuse know. Me? Yeah. Sorry, what? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't just like, put a cricket in the background because that was really uncomfortable. <laughs> it was. Mm-hmm. Dead silence. Yes, yeah, you did cut the tension with a knife. It was insane. Um, but they, I, I do also like that Miranda and Steve go home and totally are like, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's a very sweet moment between the two, two of them, them. where they're like, well, that guy was a prick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, get along and everything's super cute. Um, and all I have for Charlotte is that her dog got knocked I was up. just going to say, we've <laughs> talked about the dog getting 
raped in the park. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that part. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the last, last episode. Yeah. Last episode, um, her her little dog uh, was doing a victory lap at the dog park while she was in heat <laughs> and got gang raped by, uh, like, nine Poor Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I like the big box in that scene. like, ooh, I'm coming. Right. It's like a little ass dog. Oh, my gosh. It was too funny. But what are you doing taking your dog out while it's in heat? Come right. on. That's what are you doing not fixing your dog? That's exactly. I don't know. I do love Charlotte in this episode. It was very small, but she was very upset when Elizabeth Taylor, her dog, got pregnant and then was very resentful about how she's unable to get pregnant and her dog mm-hmm. without even thinking gets pregnant. And so she's really angry, resentful, upset, is avoiding her dog. But when the dog has puppies, she's just like maternal mama right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I love she's that. I almost there. cried, actually. It was really <laughs> sweet. It was really sweet. It she's was. like, I'm coming, Elizabeth Taylor. Mommy's coming. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. It was adorable. It was so cute. And Cathartic for her, for sure. Right. Yes. She needed to go through that that whole range of emotions, from sadness about her own to happiness for her cute little doggy. And yep. And they were cute puppies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were really cute puppies. They were like months old, but they were cute they puppies. Were super cute. I always love that about shows where they're like, it's a newborn baby. Right? And I'm like, that baby is four months old. With a full head of Elvis hair. Right? Right? What baby yeah. is this? Four months. Sometimes they're like six months. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. You gave birth like, to that. They're like, come out walking and talking. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. Right. Hey, learn your lines, kid. <laughs> <laughs> like a look who's talking. I love that. Right. <laughs> so um, then they go to Enid's party. Right. Um, where she gets fixed up with Wallace Shawn. Oh, God, I love him. I think that Candace Bergen and Wallace Shawn make the cutest little they couple. They do. <laughs> well, they're two American treasures coming together. Absolutely. My right. oh. I loved him when she met him. She goes, he's a hobbit. <laughs> but a very adorable hobbit. He's a very, very cute yeah, hobbit. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. His, uh, his arc... Uh, during a very trashy show, Gossip Girl was like my favorite. Oh God, I forgot he was in that too. Yes, He's he was. Great. He yes. was. His Blair stepdad. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, yes. you know yes. I loved yes. him as Blair stepdad he too. Was, he was so sweet as Blair stepdad. I'm never crazy I for your dad. I'm just here for your show. mom. I'm here to support you. Oh, I love, love Gossip Girl. What a so good great. show. I think it's. I, I. It's awful, and I hate that I love it. But I. I love that's it. exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. What a good show. It's great. I will say, Lonely Boy as being Gossip Girl. Nope. 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 No. What a bold face fucking lie. They totally (laughs) had no intention of actually saying who Gossip Girl was. And then once they got to the end, they were like, oh Oh, shit, shit. we have to make something up. Yeah. Because there's no way. Because I'm like, I'll rewatch it and I'll be like, so you just outed yourself there, Dan. Yeah. How are you upset about this? You did it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a wrap up with a bow that didn't really fit the package. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was Blair. I I could have I would have said that the only thing that would have made it and I would have been like, Yep, yep, there it is, was Dorota. Oh yeah, that would have been great. Dorota, Dorota, the, the yeah, Blair's maid, hundred percent. That would have worked. That yeah, would have worked. That would have been awesome. I would have supported it, but not Dan. <laughs> no, Dorota would have been such a good one too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Dorota would have because she it. she was all knowing. I would have yes. loved that little scene of Dorota like this. That'd been great. Tweeting on the phone. Oh yeah. She goes in her room every night and is like, What am I gonna do today? It's just like, oh, man, I have to set this up to post. Hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. 
and then she got fired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, right. but still would have been great. They would deported her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so also at Enid's party is uh, Kristen Johnson oh as Lexi, the '80s yes. party girl, yes. <laughs> doing her. coke in the bathroom, going up to the roof to have a cigarette. <laughs> She's she cracks me up because She's so funny. She she says it. She's just like, I'm 40. We're the only single girls here. And <laughs> Carrie's like, um, I'm with you. I'm here with somebody. She was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I love it. And then she comes out and says, ask her if she can smoke. And Carrie says, oh, I don't smoke anymore. And she goes, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Like, like, I was pissed that you have a guy like, really you quit smoking. Right. Like, that was it. so much worse. <laughs> that was the deal breaker. <laughs> I love that. And I love Kristen Johnson. She's Everything great. that she's mm-hmm. in, I absolutely adore. She was great in Austin Powers. Oh, yes. She was great uh, in Third Rock from the Sun. Yes. Like, she's, she needs her own show. She does. I, I feel like she had one for a hot minute and it got canceled. Did she? I, oh, think you're, I think you're right, but I was mad that it got canceled. Yeah. Because I, like, it barely registered before yeah. it was out. Yeah. It was, like, one of those blips. Yeah. I will say, Kristen Johnson's character in the show is totally how I picture her right now. She's <laughs> in real like, life? Yeah, she's just like, yeah. she's like, you don't smoke a cigarette? Fuck you. She's like, fuck you, COVID people. I'm going to go out here and smoke my <laughs> Who needs a mask? I've got a hole in it so I can smoke my cigarette. Exactly. <laughs> right? She, oh, oh, she's so great. But like, it hit me because I was like, oof, I'm a year away from that? Is that what you're saying? I'm a year oh, away from right. oh. 80s party girl cokehead Lexi. Yikes. <laughs> oh no. That Come spin on. for you? I'm almost four. That sounds kind of fun. Just kidding. That's I, horrible. Don't I do went that. through my shit show phase. We're done. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. Yeah, we don't need you to fall off the balcony. Yeah, nope. Sorry. But that is what Lexi does. Lexi throws a fit, open, like cracks open a, a, a window, a floor length window, and says, ugh. New York is over. All you guys are so boring. I'm so bored I could die. And her Manolo's snap and she goes plummeting. I love Stanford at the funeral. He's like, she tripped on her Manolo's. And I'm like, oh gosh, girl. <laughs> Giraffe in falls. Oh, and then I don't know why that this why this exposition was necessary, but they really, really wanted to let everybody know. Oh, thank you. Motorcycle person, thank you. Is that what that was? I hope so. Either that or somebody has really bad gas. <laughs> <laughs> um, now they distracted me. I don't know what I was saying. Um, but that yes, they did this whole. It was like four days of nothing but snow, and nobody could leave there. That was place. odd, wasn't it? Yeah. Like you're trying to be really, really cute, and it's not that cute. Yeah. Like. And I think that they mostly did it so that she had time to hole up with him and spend four days going, no, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to move to Paris with you. Because mm-hmm. that's what she decides to do. Honestly, I think that would have been a better fit at the very end after Miranda and Carrie get to a fight. Then, like, the snow comes down and they suddenly get yeah. the space. Like, that would have been a bit more appropriate. But right. I was like, this is coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then she definitely decides to move. Uh, they go to the funeral. Um... And she and Miranda have a fight where, yes, Miranda is a little too cranky and angry about stuff, but also kind of bright. Yeah. She is right. I think her approach, her approach was is wrong. Right. It was, was the, the delivery was, yeah, it was all yeah. in delivery. Mm-hmm. Say it once, say it twice, but you say it a third time after the first two times and you know that Carrie's not taking it well and you're not being supportive at all. Mm-hmm. 
here's the thing. Maybe it's like a much more progressive thing. You have to let people make their mistakes, even if it is a mistake. But yeah. you can't be yelling it to her down the avenue three times right. over. You're making a mistake. Yes, I dislike him. Mm-hmm. Well, and also that's what happens when you do that with people. I mean, and I have this from personal experience. When you are in a situation, and if someone is there and they love this person, and if you aren't, if you aren't supporting their person. They're, you know, you're basically giving them an ultimatum, too. So it's like she was, mm-hmm. yeah, she was definitely pushing her to yeah. almost choose New York, but choose Miranda. Right. You know? Right. Which, I mean, I can understand they're best friends and right. she doesn't want to see her go. But she also, as her best friend, knows that this is not a relationship that's viable. Right. Right. Yeah, so she, she does. When she says, that. you know, you're going to go, she says, Carrie says, I want to live my life. She says, you mean his life? Like, that was. It was harsh, that was, but true. It's, yeah. I think that there were some, some real truth in that yeah if you if Miranda had stuck with that line it would have been very poignant and right. that could have just been a standalone right. but the front loading and the back loading was just too heavy you know that's yes. true yeah that yeah. one that one piece of information was all she really needed to to have her hear and sink in mm-hmm. the rest right. of it was a lot well you know what I didn't like about that scene even though like what Miranda did say was very accurate on the money and very like here's the mirror you need to look at it Carrie just went through like two-minute dialogue with you saying like hey I need to go everyone's paired off I'm fucking lonely though she doesn't say it that directly obviously Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go for these reasons and live my life and part of me is like that's where you actually maybe should not have said to live his life because now you understand where she's coming from she's not doing this because she's just wanted to say like yeah fuck it fuck you fuck New York I just want to go she's trying to find herself and Mm -hmm. enjoy where she's at she's not happy with where she's at and so you know what if that's what journey you're on run the journey please actually don't stop yeah yeah i would i would have to agree but i think if they had had a more rational conversation about it if they had time they had had more time to talk about it it probably would have gone a little bit differently because it wouldn't have escalated so quickly it would have been after a funeral when like emotions are high as well already and yeah if somebody had said that to me they were like nope like everyone else is paired off this is my only like i feel like this is my only shot you know, I'm keeping my apartment and everything's going to be fine. At that point, as a best friend, you would have been like, okay, well then I support you and I will be here when you get back. Mm-hmm. And if you need anything, you let me know. The second that you want to come home, come home. And right. we will be here for you. Yeah. I would defend Miranda, though. Mind you, because you weren't here, Darcy, for the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. They just met for the first time after, I think probably the timeline now would be... Carrie and Petrovsky are together for what six seven months at this point yeah they've never met at any point before this so mm-hmm. of course Miranda has nothing to go off of right yeah except for he was snooty at dinner and doesn't know who Billy Joel is and slammed the door the day before and oh yeah now mm-hmm. you're moving with him to Paris like okay that is kind of fucking weird and yeah. also maybe I'm not remembering this correctly but didn't she didn't she have a breakup pretty recently before that when she met him I feel like she had um, like she, she wasn't, she wasn't burger. single for a super long time, was she? Or maybe I'm wrong. I think the most significant thing that happened just prior to Alexander Petrovsky was that Big came into town, oh, and yes. they had dinner, and then he yes. ended up having yeah. a surgery where he was having like some heart surgery, yeah. and she felt like very emotional and very mm-hmm. upset about it because mm-hmm. I think she was just having like this fear of him passing away. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, that was probably the most significant thing just before yeah, Petrovsky okay, came to the now. picture. Yeah. So yeah, wild. Yeah. 
things are nuts <laughs> in in this land, and we're so close to wrapping it up. We have two episodes, two left. episodes left That's after crazy. this, and then that is the end of this iteration of the podcast. Um, we'll reboot, and Darcy will join us again. Of course, um, yay! Can't wait to have yeah, you. We get to talk about amicable divorces. Woo! Or more lunches. Oh, it doesn't need to be a whole thing and people don't need to choose sides and it's dumb but we'll get into that yes cheers to that yes for sure but in the meantime um is there anything that you want to plug any social media that you want to share gosh (laughs) no randy never does i I don't have anything to share i don't think i have anything to share i'm just doing my own little thing maybe next time i will next time okay Maybe next time cool well uh if you want to follow us on the podcast it's at we swear on chanel um on twitter and instagram i couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us about this episode and um i couldn't help but podcast on facebook and please like subscribe and do whatever you do on youtube <laughs> so uh thank you so much darcy for Yay, joining no, us thank you yes. this was really fun and yes. we'll so good to meet you yeah, yeah you too and we'll see you soon um until next time remember always, always wear, wear a condom, condom. Bye. <laughs> we say that at the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> I- it's not stopping it's not, not stopping, stopping.